Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. How you doing? Once again, it, it's the What's Your Weird Story podcast with me, Adam Beebe, and also with you, Barry Johnston. I'm pointing at Barry. You can't see it, cause, but uh, he can see it. Barry's cracking one open because we're recording on uh, St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Day, I'm pouring a Guinness into my glass, and uh, I'm celebrating the Irish. Uh, Today's a good day, my friend. Today's a good friend. How are you, man? How are things? I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. I um, just, uh, you know, just uh, working and, uh, you know... um, same old, same old, really. You know, I've, st- I've gotten, I have, I'll tell you one thing I'm excited about. I've started uh, uh, painting again, finally. Oh, yeah, after, nice. You know, 2020, man, was 20, one of the things for me in 2020 was I wasn't really um, artistically productive too much, especially mm. with painting. I, was, I drew some, but I wasn't, I don't know, for some reason just didn't paint. Um, but I finally have cranked out a couple of small paintings, and I'm working on a few more. That's cool um, for for some people. So yeah, which is I, all cool. I saw. It, didn't you you posted a few on Instagram, didn't you? Yes, uh, I posted a couple on my Instagram account, which is uh, BB Art. My last name B E E B Y Art, um, and uh, you can go there and you can check out my some of my drawings and uh, some of my paintings and. Uh, also, basically anything related to the podcast because I throw that up there too. Nice. Um, so yeah, so that's that's been that's been good. That's been happened over the past week since last we spoke, um, officially on air at least. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's good. And nice. you know what else is good, Barry? What's that? What else is good? We are joined again today by our good friend and special correspondent and resident. Reddit weirdo, Ms. Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Yes, hi. Hello. I'm here. I came to listen, apparently, to Barry's ASMR podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my first shot at it. <laughs> it was nice, though, wasn't it? I mean, that sounded it good. Was. It sounded great. Yeah, yeah. I almost want to open my... Uh, I have a sparkling water, and oh, nice. I really blew that moment. <laughs> you got you to gotta go big for the Irish, you know? <laughs> Barry's been talking a lot off uh, off off recording about his uh, the AMSR uh, the channel that he wants to yeah. start. Yeah, he's got a special name picked out and everything. Whole new so. whole new oh, endeavor. Oh, you can't. Eat. You have to wait. You have to wait for yeah. the big okay. reveal. Top yeah, top secret. <laughs> but anyway, but hey, Bobby, how are you doing? I'm good. Hanging in there. How are you guys? It's good to see you guys again. Good to see you. It's good. You two here in the virtual studio in our virtual community of Weirdsville. Bobby sounds good. She's got a new mic and she's uh, she's fancy. Stoked. She's stoked about it. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. 
Bobby's been working on music and uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's been really cool. So, you know, she'll have to uh, promote, you know, when she's she's going to be, you know, famous or something, maybe. <laughs> yep. I, have no I need doubt. a brown bag. For if that ever happens. <laughs> that's the most terrifying thought. I think maybe that's what, what keeps me wanting to do music is that I'm like, I never want that. Yeah. Like I never, you know, yeah. like I'd be like cyberpunk or something. Yeah. And wear the helmet. And they're yeah, no you, longer together. Yeah. Daft way. Punk, man. Daft Punk broke. Oh, did ended. I say cyberpunk? Yeah. That's but I, I think brain. most people probably knew. Um, uh, <laughs> d- yeah. Daft Punk. After like twenty plus years, I think they uh, yeah. they decided they're going to no longer be Daft Punk. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and do their own things. But those guys have been playing music together for over twenty years, probably like closer to thirty some odd years, because um, they started off as a well, they started off as a punk band or something like that. Yeah, and then they played a show in England where a reviewer called them uh, described the music as Daft Punk. And and that first they found that as an insult, but then they decided, well, you know, we'll, we'll take that, and then we'll do our own thing. It's a good name. They, they took, yeah, it's a great name. And uh, then they just they became and superheroes, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't think um, they're actually splitting up, though. I don't believe it. I just don't. Who it knows? Make sense. And then yeah. they did that video where he like blew up, which I think is leading into something. What if it's just like this big? like crescendo moment. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, they've done a lot of, they've done a lot of other media stuff. They've done, um, a couple of movies. They did that, um, interstellar five, five, five. I think that's what it was called. Mm -hmm. Um, it was in complete animated Japanese style anime movie to, uh, for one of their albums. It was a concept album and they did this animated movie. It's really great. That's cool. Um, but, um, but yeah, there's you know, so you can get yourself a uh, a mask. And what was that? Is there there's another guy that does well, Buckethead, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and then um, Dead Mouse. I think Dead he Mouse. Has to yeah, be that's right. what I was thinking. Thing. Yeah. Right. I think I'm just gonna go with a bag. I think it'll there be a go. lot easier. There you <laughs> go. Well, then people won't know. Buy them from Target. Or if it's you, or if it's uh, Shia LaBeouf. Who knows? Right. So. Perfect. <laughs> be careful of Shia, Shia though, because a lot of people don't like him <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> scary well, apparently which yeah. i don't know i feel like i kind of already knew that <laughs> yeah he's crazy right i mean he's, he's an actor too. yeah he's brilliant but yeah. he's crazy and that's the thing and that's what we got to start getting over you know it's like hey people are crazy but they're also good at mm-hmm. shit you know yeah um yeah okay so I am curious to see uh, what we're talking about, because a couple weeks ago, man, you had mentioned something. You never said anything more than, I saw some weird shit. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I thought we would talk about it, but then I kind of forgot about it. And then you were, uh, you know, you, you, you were like, put it together that let's get, let's get her on and then we'll fucking have this uh, discussion. Yeah, because it well, this this works thematically for um, what we're going to have and with our, what the what our guest is going to be cool. sharing. Cool. Um, so, a couple of weeks ago, I was out um, making you know deliveries as I do, and I looked up in the well. I, two things: one, I had to really use the restroom, uh, so I went to a grocery store where I knew. I was close to, yeah. Because um, one of the things when you're a delivery driver, you know where you can go 
Well, winter restrooms are close so that you can run in and use the restroom. So I was pulling into uh, this uh, Kroger uh, grocery store parking lot. And as I was about to turn in, I looked, just happened to look up in the sky and I saw something that looked kind of like a, uh, a Mylar balloon that mm. was just kind of, you know, like floating along. Okay. I was like, huh, interesting. So then I pulled in and I looked back up and it was, again, it kind of looked like a Mylar balloon, but it definitely wasn't because it wasn't quite behaving like one. It was very shiny. Mm. Um, and this is mid afternoon. Okay. You know, this is probably around like, you know, like four ish. Right. Um, on a bright, clear, blue sky day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, did it so have a teardrop I'm, kind of shape or? No, no, no. Okay. It didn't have a discernible shape, Barry. Okay. Um, but the closest thing that it looked like to me was like a balloon, like a Mylar balloon, which is, you know, the silver, yeah. metallic silver plastic ones. Yeah. Um, that typically are, are, or at least they used to be, I don't know if they still are, but there's like, they had printing on one side and then the back side was like, you know, just the silver. Right. Um, so that's kind of what this looked like. It looked like it was like maybe reddish pink, right? Cause okay. I can kind of see that on it and like, um, underneath it looked like it, ha- it was kind of moving. And then it looked like on the top, like there was like, um, it was like reflecting, like a movement of reflect, you know, reflecting like a light, a highlight hmm. that was moving from the back towards the front. Okay. You know, kind of like. Um, Interesting. But it kind of like was changing shape a little bit, you know, like a right. balloon would. So it wasn't like a super solid thing, but it was moving at a pretty good pace and it was getting kind of higher. And then I saw that there was another one flying with it in parallel to it. You know, yeah, and they were going at basically the same speed, and they were both looked exactly the same, so they looked kind of the thing. And it reminded me of, um, do you remember when Shannon on and he was talking about that UFO that he saw out the window that was kind of changing shape, right? You remember how yeah. it was kind of moving and yeah. stuff like that, and it reminded me of that kind of thing. Wow. So, huh. so I, yeah, I don't, I, uh, that's crazy. I don't know what it was. There no. was two of them. They went off. They went in the same direction together at the kind of, you know, but they, they stayed in line together. Um, and were they really, yeah, maybe, were, were they far away? I mean, I know it's hard to tell distance, but it was definitely, yeah, it was hard to tell distance, but I mean, it seemed like they were, I mean, they seemed, you know, I mean, they well, were, you know, I mean, they were kind of far away cause I, yeah. it, they were far away enough to where I couldn't make out really any detail except for like the color and the shininess and that it was kind of moving. Right. But, you know, as, you know, the size of them and, you know, that kind of thing, yeah, it's hard I to could tell. not. Yeah. That's, so it was wow. hard to tell. And I looked around to see if there was like, you know, planes or anything. Right. Cause there, there is an a, a airport close to the area. So you, you will see, um, you know, small and large commercial airline planes flying. Yeah. But this was different than that. Did it so. make any sound? I didn't hear any sound, but again, you know, it was in, in a, you know, urban area. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, in the town. Um, and um, it, I don't know if anybody else even saw it, you know, yeah. because it was just right there. That's crazy. And I just happened to catch a glance of it. And, of course, I took my phone out to find, to take a picture. Yeah. And, like, 
like it had they've drifted so they are gone far enough away into the clouds so they're moving at pretty good speed speed mm-hmm. so watch for about a minute i would say um but they had moved so far back in the in like into a, the distance in the clouds that i couldn't get my camera to focus on them wow so, and you yeah. didn't you didn't see anybody else that noticed them I, at all no not wow. at all wow that's so crazy weird uh, who knows it could have been balloons but they were both doing the exact same kind of movement and kind right. of thing you know and it could be that you know i you know doing this show you you're maybe i'm i'm you're, noticing things yeah extra, you have a heightened sense you know? of awareness yeah you know because right. i you know i i want you know i it's not necessarily i want to see things obviously but you know i don't go out of my way to see things but again you know, like i don't I, they they didn't behave really like like mylar balloons would fly um and i'm i'm not necessarily an expert on this but when i was little uh my mom had for a few years a um like she had a party supply store she, yeah. she had I remember um, that very decorations well. yep. and festifications in right. Edmond, Oklahoma, That's right, right there in the uh, festifications. Yeah, I right? remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, she had you know party stuff. You yeah. know, like yep. you know, like you know, decorations and cards and balloons. You know, so she had mylar balloons. So I learned how to, you know, do balloons and stuff. By the time I was like you know ten years old and yeah. stuff, like you know, could do a whole bunch of them. You know, yeah, make yeah. a balloon. Be- you know how to tie them up and how to the heat seal them and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Get it down and to the so, science. Yep. Right. So you know, but and so like they typically they'll fly either straight or if there's a wind, they'll you know on the along the yeah. seam they'll fly just a little bit right. off. But these would have been these are flat. These are flat. Yeah. And these are horizontal like, to the lo- right. to the ground. If yeah. there was a seam, they interesting. Been like, wow, yeah. man, dude. So, yeah, that's so, crazy. And how long? How long would you say that you observed them for, man? Like a minute. A I minute? mean, like not yeah. very long. At all. Wow. You know? And again, I just happened what, to be. What caught your attention about it? I well, you know, I was, I was, um, I was turning. I was looking up to, you know, uh-huh. I think at like a uh, uh, a street light. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, and it caught you. Yeah, so this was like in the evening. No, no. This is day. This is afternoon. This is oh, okay. in a clear day, bright day afternoon. Probably, like I said, probably around like four, four thirty-five, somewhere around there. So I mean, sun was out and it was clear, and hardly, you know, not many clouds in the sky, yeah. but there was a big cloud off in the distance that they kind of drifted into. But again, you know, it's just uh, I don't know. It was just strange. Weird, yeah. I just happened to catch, see the one, and then I pulled in and parked. Yeah. And kind of kept my eye kind of on it while I was doing that because I didn't want to hit anybody or anything, you know? Sure. And uh, then when I got out, I noticed the second one, you know? And then I was just, like, trying to, I, you know, I'm like, wow. So I pulled my phone out and, like, tried to get it to zoom in on them. But by that time, they had drifted off far enough. Right. So I guess even with that, the fact that they were moving at a rate to which would have been faster than... um, like a balloon would have right. been moving, right? Drifting along, yeah. You know, and it wasn't out, and it wasn't a particularly windy day either, yeah, right? So, wow, but I don't know. That's cool, cool story, yeah. man. That's a cool story, dude. 
So yeah, I uh, so I texted a bunch of people and like I just saw a UFO. So I'd, I'd be curious if anybody <laughs> else saw it. I wonder if there's a way you could yeah. like I don't know Google you know, it or something. See if anybody else I saw some no weird idea. shit. Well, you know, a good pl- a good place to uh, look for a, a good way to look for it would be just using hashtags on Instagram. Okay, for that date. There you go. Look up um, your your town, there and you then go. look at this. You can get like the little location <laughs> app, mm-hmm. and then look it up, and I bet you'll see something. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's how I, I got up you know, safe to hike that day. Really? Because I yeah, I never knew what the hashtag was for. Really, like <laughs> oh, it's just like so people can find it. I mean, it's the same as it's just tagging it, just like in in Tumblr. That's the first place I actually saw it was on Tumblr. You tag okay. it. So uh-huh. you could go All on right. and you could follow tags. Oh. So I can follow specific hashtags on Instagram. Oh. And if I want to know <laughs> if it's safe to hike and it's okay. like too cold up in the mountains, I want to know if there's going to be avalanche or if I can right. go all the way to the peak. Sure. I'll just look at pictures and people will take pictures on their hikes that day. That's awesome. And I'll pull up yeah. the most recent and then I know if it's safe. Wow. So you should well, check that out. Hey, man. We'll try that. You, you just yeah. taught me something. I'm such an old guy. God damn I already feel like that. Like I, I'm afraid of the new things that are happening, like TikTok. I'm not uh, going there, dude. My wife yeah, is yeah, all yeah. about TikTok, and I don't oh, really. Want, oh, and I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I mean, they're funny. Like, uh, there are TikTok cringe channels on Reddit, yeah, where the entire page is just like the cringiest post you can see on TikTok, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they are oh fascinating. I know. Like, you I forget. Yeah, these people exist. I yeah, but they do. <laughs> I, I I listen and watch uh, uh, your mom's house with uh, with Tom Segura and Christina Pazisky. They're co- comedians and they're married. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And she <laughs> she has a TikTok like she curates all the fucking weirdos, man. All the super mm-hmm. weirdos. So every you know couple of weeks she'll come on with new stuff. So. Um, it, it is fascinating, but I'm just worried about getting sucked into a, 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 a hole, a rabbit hole, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another. Another yeah. one. I got yeah, too much. Yeah, you should a, be yeah. worried. Yeah, but who knows? Well, so well, we need to uh, look for this. Yeah, speaking of rabbit holes. <laughs> Send me those details. Send me the deets, Adam. I need your uh, your home address. <laughs> I'll get you that. <laughs> Oh, wait, I have it. I don't need any stalkers, you know. Um, I just got back a a postcard that I sent Adam before Christmas. I just recently got it back. Really? Yeah. He rejected it, huh? I said, get this this shit out of my face, man. I never got it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I never got it. I I accept all mail, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I guarantee you that the freaking mail... You know the off the post office is just overran with COVID oh, yeah. stuff. postage. I didn't put enough postage on it apparently. Oh really? Oh, you need yeah, more yeah, than yeah. one sticker, I guess, for the for a postcard now. Huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Jacking the prices up. Is that a buck? nobody even uses mail anymore? I know. Well, that? you know, except for in times of. Uh, global pandemic when they need to, to vote and you know stuff like that so right. oh yeah there's that yeah <laughs> yeah the, 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 like, we're not sure about this one. yeah you know yeah. santa santa still gets all sorts of mail every year you know so uh-huh. uh, i know santa personally we're uh, members of the same uh beard club and uh <laughs> nice guy Really, you, you might be surprised to find out. That's wow, that's nice cool. Guy. That's cool. You would be a really good Santa. Yeah, I've never looked at you that way before. 
I'm like picturing you very gray. Yeah. Well, you go white. That's what does it for you. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've actually, I have, uh, I, you know, uh, you might not be surprised to find out that I actually do have a Santa suit and that no uh, I have, I have played Santa before. Um, I've played young Santa and, uh, and I've also, uh, been a, I've been a, a store Santa, you know, where a little kid with the fake beard and the little kids come and sit down on my okay. knee and, uh, which was one of the most, uh, just wonderful things because it's just, it was magic. You know, these little kids were just like, Oh my gosh, that's cool. This that's is a cool. real Santa. You're like a rock right star. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. So that's cool. So anyway, um, you know, so there, yeah, we had the uh, my little UFO story, and uh, which is not a lot of information about. But our, today's guest Barry has also a um, UFO story and some other good stuff for Sweet. us, UFO related. Awesome, and um, yeah. that guest is in fact our special correspondent and resident Reddit weirdo Bobby. Um, so uh, I guess we should, you know, let's kick it off. Yeah, and let's get, get in into there. the official. Uh, storytelling mode. Um, Bobby. Well, thank first you. I- Hold on. You, we got to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. There's a formality to this. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut my mouth. Bobby, our special correspondent and resident Reddit weirdo, what's your weird story? Well, my weird story is that I first would like to change my name. I want to be Resident Evil Weirdo. Ooh. You're not evil. But I can be. I am. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my uh, my UFO story isn't quite as exciting. It was just really, um, it really freaked me out because of who it came from. Um, my dad is ex-military ex uh police like real real uh particular type of guy um and his uh his uh my stepmom she's very like super religious like they're just they're they're not exactly the type of people i would expect to come to me about this but i got a text randomly from them and um all it said was we just saw a bunch of ufos wow and i looked at it and i immediately um, reached out to Adam because I was like, what <laughs> is happening? Well, what did you they immediately say back to your dad uh, when he said that? Oh, I think they were text. joking. I said, is this a prank? That was like yeah. the first thing yeah. I texted yeah. back immediately. I was like, is this a prank? <laughs> yeah. And because they hadn't sent me a video or anything by that point. I just right. thought they were making fun of me. And um, so I, so they sent me the video and there were a, a, a ton of them and it was at night over, they live out in, um, out in Magna, Utah, which is like nothing there. They have a copper mine and that's it. Okay. Um, so they're out there and, uh, you, I, you can see it. Like none of it makes any sense the way they're jumping around and I can hear my dad, um, and my mom talking through it and she's like, well, do you think they're drones? And then my dad's like, no, there's no way that the, they could fly, you know, like that or that high or something like that. So I can hear them working it out, all the questions that I would have asked them anyway. Right. Um, but they know to ask better questions because, mm. you know, my dad is, is, um, military. Yeah. And, uh, so it was just really, it was really weird to like hear how freaked out they were by it. Yeah. And, then like d- just hearing it from them at all was weird. Even if like by the end of it, they were like, Oh, that's actually this. 
Um, just the fact that they would even go to that, like at any point say like, no, this is not, I, I don't know what this is. This is so weird. And it freaked him out. Um, really kind of freaked me out too. Yeah. So it, it's just, it was just cool. One, because maybe they'll, they won't make fun of me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that because, is that because you talk about UFOs and weird things a lot around them? Yeah, like, I mean, they do it lovingly, but but they they try very hard to kind of rein me back into reality sure. as much as possible. As you I've would. always been of course. out there and dramatic. Yeah. But, um, and even, and they'll make fun of me for, I mean, for anything, even stuff that's probably normal. Um, but I know my dad, like my dad, uh, last time I went to visit, he was laughing at me because I was like, I'm really worried about these vaccines because they change your RNA. And I've yeah. watched so many, you know. Yeah. It, whatever i don't want i don't want well no i do kind of want to go there i just want to say that i'm not anti-vax i love vaccines i take vaccines yeah 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 just yeah. a little freaked out by this <laughs> yeah. one sure i know a little too much about microbiology sure but um so yeah so they'll make fun of me for anything anything that even smells like it could be a conspiracy theory sure um so the fact that it came from them i was just like yeah this is real real freaky so wow i reached out to adam right away that's crazy was, now yeah and i, I mean, have the video uh, actually, no. Do you have the video still, Adam? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I don't think. I don't. Did you send it to me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. But that was a while back. To be yeah. fair. I mean, are um, they are, having some time to sit on it? Are they still? They still think that's what they saw. I mean, they're yeah pretty convinced. Yeah, and yes. and there were quite a few of them. So, wow. and they're used. I mean, they're used to seeing things right. out there, like, but things that they can explain. Um, yeah. And someone else mentioned that maybe it was like a, a paraglider or something because they do that at night out right. there. Okay. Um, but where, definitely was not it. The where, lights on it. Where is sense. where's Skinwalker Ranch? Oh, you know? that is. I think that's actually further north okay i'm not sure because magna is what is out west of salt lake um let me actually look that up because i know i lived close to it i used to i had a telescope pointed on those mountains for a long time because there were lights there that made no sense okay did i tell you about the the light uh up in the mountains when i went hiking last summer i never heard that so i don't know it scared the shit out of me i went um i'll do like a summit once a year um, and I summit to the top of the mountain. It's like an eight mile, uh, eight mile hike. Um, or actually, no, I think it might, it might be more like, it's actually like eight hours. I don't know how many miles it is. Oh, wow. Um, but it feels like a long time yeah. and I'm exhausted by the time I get up there. I got up there, um, and started a fire and, um, like a good fire, a safe mm-hmm. fire mm-hmm. contained. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw like this light and it was just blinding white, like so bright and it was flashing, and I was like, what the hell is that? I got out of my tent, and I got so paranoid. Um, I thought, like, as soon as I saw that light and it freaked me out, I was like, oh, my God, there are bears, there are coyotes. What am I doing up here? I'm so stupid. Um, and I just, like, hid inside my tent. I did not. I was so scared. But um, it, maybe it was, like, the thing is, is that I was up there. This is, like, the tip of the mountain. There's nowhere else to go. You can see everything. Mm-hmm. And um, there were no buildings. It wasn't like uh, like it could have been um, the, what are those, like rangers? Like there was no ranger station up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see everything. There's no, I mean, it's Utah. It's more like slate rock at the top. There's no trees or anything to obscure the view. 
Um, but yeah, it just really freaked me out. I kind of forgot about that. Wow. Um, it like hurt my brain. It was so bright. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't like that. But anyway, I, I, I don't remember what my point was. <laughs> um, it was just, it was just weird. I, Oh, the paragliders. Um, Oh no, no, no. We were talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Weird trail there with my brain. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well it's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors so bobby what color you said there was a whole bunch of them there and you know um what do you remember what color they were in the video can you tell us about that they were yeah they were like a like a uh orangish color mm, okay. um orangey yellow um and really really like steady bright lights uh but they would kind of jump around um, but again, I don't think it was the lights. I don't think it was like flickering lights. It really looked like they were moving, like the actual whatever it was on was just kind of jumping around and they they were moving really, really fast. Damn. Um, so I but I don't know. I have no clue what they are. Um, my parents have no clue. They've eliminated a lot of things. I've come to them with ideas about what it could be. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'd look it up and, and realize that wasn't it. So no clue. So the how when they were moving, were there like trails with it leaving trail behind them or they were no. just like, um, or like, but it wasn't like something that blinked out and then it came back that blinked on over here. So, but it was like, they just moved so fast. They were like one here and then all of a sudden it's over mm-hmm. there. Or how was, how was it the, that they were, well, they were just pattern. Like, no, no pattern. Just like, just erratic. Like it didn't, hmm. it, it was just bizarre. It, it, there wasn't, I didn't have anything to um, try to compare it to in the video. Um, and then I also can't trust video too much. Right. Um, but my dad, like he was really, he, he doesn't, if he doesn't have to do something, like make a movement even, he won't. But he like was so fascinated by these and so freaked out by them that he like laid down and wanted to get like a really steady oh, wow. um, video of oh, this. Wow. Like it was really, wow. yeah, wow. really bothering him. Interesting. Those are the ones yeah, that I'm always, you know, people that don't have any connection to a sighting like that or are very skeptical. I'm always curious to hear. You know how how they yeah. 
how they sort of process that. And um, if he was that serious about it, he was, you know, I think he was pretty impacted by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. De- he's definitely not like that's not that's just not something that I would imagine would ever occur to him. Like before that, the last picture I'd gotten from him um, and my mom was a picture of him and my sister in the living room with guns, like pointing over <laughs> the ceiling, big guns. And he's like, I'm teaching her. Tell him to come at me or come for me if they need to. Like he's real, um, real worried about the about a, a civil war and secession and stuff. Yeah, so, that's um, not really his, uh, his yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Well, yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, wow. That's crazy, man. You know it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we, everyone here has seen some weird stuff, and so for us, it's not weird, but for other people, it can be very. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, somebody like that who they're that's just kind of way out of left field for, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool though. Yeah, yeah. very cool. So, so have they? Has this? Have they lessened on the uh, the mocking and the or the the gentle teasing? I suppose as families tend to do. Yeah, I think it's more now. It's just avoidance. <laughs> right. yeah. We've gotten yeah. too close. Yeah. Must yeah. distance ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but it, i like it that's a that's kind of a good place to be at i guess right. like yeah they they touched it and it was hot they're like "Ooh, right. i'm okay that's fun we'll wait again <laughs> but i know like it's cool to know that like if they if they see something again they'll probably reach out and be like listen we saw this thing it's kind of like watching it it's i'd imagine it's a little bit like what it was like for them to watch me slowly get a little red pilled over time yeah. for me to like to watch them like get what would it be for aliens like uh, silver pilled or green yeah, yeah, man yeah. pilled or That's, something yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, think, man. Yeah. For aliens, I think it's generally a suppository because that's where they tend to go. Oh so, yeah. You know. <laughs> what are those? What? Oh no, they are called suppositories. I was like, what do you call those pills that you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we figured that one out. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, now, speaking of, I don't know if you want me to get into this Avi yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you want to get into it for sure. And yeah. I know Barry wants to get into it yeah. for sure. And I definitely well, want to hear about it. So. It fits in a little bit with um, with the UFO that you, you saw. Because I remember you telling me it was shaped oddly. Um, I didn't realize that it was that it was so... Uh, was it, you said it was like almost metallic looking like it was silver or did I make that up reflect it was very okay. reflective it, um i th- i want to say that it had more like if a, a like a pinkish hue uh-huh. um but yeah it was definitely very reflective cuz i thought it was like a uh, like a heart balloon mm-hmm. but oh. again it didn't have that shape, you right. know, it's, it was looked kind of more boxy mm-hmm. or something. But then again, it also wasn't boxy because it wasn't like a discernible shape because it was kind of, it did seem to kind of, you know, move and change a little bit. Now, like all of a sudden it was a circle, you know, a sphere and then a triangle or anything like that. It was all relatively the same kind of, you know, kind of, rectangular kind of form but it wasn't hard edged the Mm -hmm. only kind of there was like a seemingly 
sort of a middle line mm. that it had, and it was like you know like shiny on one side and then the other side it was still reflective, but it was like you could see movement like it was like moving past something like the light was kind of like flowing was over the sky it, kind of pink no blue oh okay yeah. yeah so this does not fit in <laughs> with it yeah then. yeah <laughs> um so this this book um i think when i so i think you had but right before you had mentioned it to me i had actually i think i heard him on on rogan yeah um i'm pretty sure you did an interview with them or maybe yeah, maybe this book was mentioned there too he did okay so yeah so i had heard that and i was interested but then i had kind of forgotten about it um and then you told me about the book. So I immediately, I was like, oh, that's what this is. And I went and I pre-ordered it. So I got it the day before it came out. Nice. Um, and it was like, I wish I could read it for the first time again, um, which doesn't happen a lot with, uh, you know, nonfiction. Um, but the the best part of the book is in the first two chapters so, so can you can it. you can you tell a little bit about avi Loeb, who he is oh yeah, yeah yeah um so he from what i know he is uh he's the is it the head of astronomy at harvard, harvard i yeah. believe yeah mm-hmm. um and he's been doing it for for a long time i think he is also he his family was they were refugees from um, Nazi Germany. Okay. Um, and just a really, really smart, fascinating guy. Um, and that's the the best part of this is that it was kind of like a dream reading it because I think for most of my life, all I've wanted is for scientists, like reputable, intelligent scientists to start um, investigating these things that everyone considers to be like fringe topics or, or, you know, just impossible. So like if we could have the greatest scientific minds looking into what people see as ghosts or, Mm -hmm. you know, those phenomenons are just really investigating this stuff. So that's what this was. And I didn't realize how, um, how perfect it was going to be. Like I thought it was just going to be this guy uh, this uh, astronomer, or, or astronomer, 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 astronomist, astronomer, 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 talking about like the things that he's seen that that could be, um, you know, proof of extraterrestrial uh, intelligence or whatever. Um, but no, this was very, uh, this was an encounter. Like it was very, wow, very intense. Um, I don't want to make. I have the book right here. I don't want to like read um, a bunch of passages, but there are some that can't not be read. Sure. Um, and, and the name of the just, book. Oh, so the name of the book is Extraterrestrial, uh, the First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth. Okay. Um, and he basically, what happened was he saw him and some other scientists, um, astronomers, they saw this object that made no sense. Like, there's no reason that it should have appeared. Um, It defied the gravity, the sun's gravity, entirely. Um, It was extremely uh, reflective. Mm. um, And it it, it was either disc-shaped or Mm. cigar-shaped. But they can only tell because they they 
checked by the rotations. Um, Did you, you said disc shape? Yes, disc okay. shaped. Because it didn't yes. quite sound like that to me. And oh. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, with cigar shaped too, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's this mic. Um, so it does kind of like take out my my S's. All right, so I do want to start with this part of it that. Um, so the introduction, it, it basically um, basically explains how no matter um, how many scientists disagree about what they saw, all of them agree on the fact that they just wish they could have had more time. Right. Because this this thing came in and it just left, which right. also doesn't happen. Like things don't just like jump into our our planetary system and then just like right. peace out. Like that's not really how that works. Um, Didn't they catch but, it too? Like as it was on the way out, as opposed to catching it closer to where it entered. No, they, right? they caught it on its way in. Oh, they did. Okay. But it was just so fast, okay. and I don't think at first they realized it was actually going to leave because that's not oh. when things come into our orbit. They're they're just they're in our orbit. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, but um, it's just talking about how like they all just really wanted more time to study it, no matter how much they all disagree sure. about what it actually was. Right. Um. But let me find this part. Okay. Because as soon as I read this. I was so excited um, that I put it down. I came back to it uh, just after reading these two paragraphs. I came back to it and then read it again and then had to walk away and came back to it again because it was just like one of those things where it was just such a, a crazy thing to read. But so this is the very the very first two um, paragraphs. Um, uh, long before we knew of its existence, the object was traveling toward us from the direction of Vega a star just 25 light years away. Um, it intercepted the orbital plane, which with it, or within which all of the planets in our solar system revolve around the sun on September 6, 2017. But the object's extreme hyperbolic trajectory guaranteed it would only visit, not stay. Um, on September 9, 2017, the visitor reached its perihelion, the point at which the trajectory took it closest to the sun. Thereafter, it became or began to exit the solar system, it sped far away, um, super fast. Relative to our star, it was moving at about 58,900 miles per an hour, um, more than ensured its escape from the sun's gravity. It passed through Venus's orbital distance from the sun around September 29th. And so it was here for like, what, is that like 10 days? Wow. Um, and then through the Earth's orbit around... October 7th, moving swiftly towards the constellation Pegasus and the blackness beyond. Wow. So it just like wow. showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Blew everyone's mind. See, and I remember, uh, I think Adam might have been the one that sent me the original story on it, or somebody did, um, mm -hmm. about hit the first, when they first start talking about it. Um, and I remember reading that, and I'm just being like, Wow, now that is I I thought I think initially I thought this is bullshit. Like there's mm -hmm. no way cuz the, the the article made it sound like there was an aircraft, alien aircraft like hovering out there outside of the sun or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like fuck this shit, this is not real. But then I learned more about it and I won't say any more. So <laughs> <laughs> well the the best thing is like the 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 hypothesis here really is that it's there's no way that it's organic right 
I mean, if it's organic matter, if it wasn't created by intelligence, that, I mean, then there really, there's no way to explain that away. Right. It's, it, it, you'd have to, the only way that you could twist it that way would be to say, well, we're all created from intelligence. So, right. you know, clearly there are right. things we don't understand. And they, and they think that because it's a, it's a reflective surface. Is that what, is that the idea? That's is? part of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I broke it down into like, uh, <laughs> Not as much as I thought I broke it down. I have like 10 points here. I'm like, all of these things have to be said. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, but um, so, okay, basically, so the these are the, the things that led them to believe that there's no way that this is not okay. in, in, extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, one, the shape with it either being a disc or a blong, kind of like a cigar or a Tic Tac, um, that does not show up in nature. They've never seen that that shape in space before. Like it's just not something that we've seen. Right. Um, the they did some studies on it, and they found that it's like ten percent likely to be cigar shaped, ninety percent likely to be disc shaped. Mm. Um, it and they figured this out just by how it, it uh, reflects light. Sure. Um, it's really really shiny. It reflects light like nothing else mm-hmm. in that we've ever seen in the observable universe. Um, the if you they have like pictures of it and the pictures are I mean the pictures that you see it just looks like a dot so we're not going to see what yeah. you know scientists see when they look at it but they are the they are the um, compounded pictures so the other things that you see in that photo you can see like the smear so like you see where it was here then here then here then here yeah and with that it's just there like that's not there right um, but it kind of looks like the drawings that they've done of it, it kind of looks like a giant skipping stone. Like if you were going to, if you went to a river and you just picked up and you were like, oh, this kind of looks like a disc and you throw it. Sure. Kind of like that. Okay. Um, now it, uh, it kind of, the, the way when I was reading about how they um, talked about how, how this came in and it, it just didn't vibe with everything else around it that we know, it kind of made me think about um, those, like when we send tiny little implants into our bodies to go in and do a job right or maybe the job is just to like take pictures and then come out or like those tiny little like fake sperms <laughs> that yeah. they have the little tiny sperm robots yeah um that's what it made me think of it felt a lot like that huh. um the other thing is that it it um completely divide the gravitational pull of the sun which is probably the craziest thing about it right. um so that means so it would it, have it to be just, traveling super fast to, oh yeah. To get outside of the gravity pull of the sun, yeah. right? Yeah. Super exactly. fucking fast. Yeah. 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 And um the best thing about that is that they detected essentially zero heat coming from it. None. Right. So the whatever power it had, it either had to be um gravity, like based on gravity. Okay. Or, you know, they were thinking maybe since since it is so reflective that that's what it used. Like mm. it used the kind of like a light sail. Right. Um, and uh, which we kind of ta- we, t- we kind of talked about that before the light sail. Now, yeah. did they talk about that in depth at all or how that yeah, works? I think there's like a whole chapter on it. OK. Um, 
the wildest thing about it, because we do, we actually have that technology. We could do that. Okay. And it goes into how cheap they are to make too. It'd be, I think it said like, it'd be like $800 to make one. That's it. Wow. And then they would just go and go and go and go out right. in the universe. So there's no reason why we're not putting money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the thing about a light sail and it being a light sail is that it would have to be less than a millimeter wide. Okay. So, but they actually believe that this thing was possibly less than a mil or thick. Sorry, less than a millimeter thick. Wow. Like that thin. Damn. And that's the only way they could for the for the sheer volume of it. That's the only way that they could, uh, you know, figure out that this would be so fast and so you know it'd have to kind of be like a light sail. Well, okay. Uh-huh. I not to get too far into it. And I don't know if this is an area that you're going to cover. So just tell me if, if I need to stop. But the interview that I listened to, I listened to a couple of them. I listened to his Lex uh, Friedman interview, a couple of excerpts, and a couple mm-hmm. of the Rogan interview. And I thought at one point in time, he, he I thought he said that he couldn't be certain that it was like an aircraft, but... He's like, it might be a piece of trash or something mm-hmm. that broke off of something. Is that is that talked about? Sort of. I mean, I think that his point with this was that, yeah, I mean, it could be a piece of trash, but it would be a piece of engineered trash. Like, right. It is it, whatever trash it is. It's like it had a purpose and sure. it's serving its purpose right now. So it'd be right. more like probably more like releasing something than that's what I thought that that's kind of what I thought he meant. Like maybe a piece of an aircraft that broke off or something. Yeah. Right. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Damn. It, it's, it's fun. (laughs) It's, uh, it is uh, fun. It it talks about the, the like crazy acceleration of it. And that's where they kind of got the, the light sail hypothesis for that. So so does that Um, mean that it was, it was gaining in speed? mm -hmm. Oh, it would have had to, to have. Oh, true. I guess if you're the, the, you know, the sun's gravity, sure, sure. It has to speed up there and then, and then pop out or whatever it does. Also though, if it's going towards the sun, it would be a well. I would I would think that it would be accelerating because it's getting pulled by gravity, right? Sure. Would that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then does. you got. But then you got to have that much plus more to get outside right. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, I mean, obviously, comets, right? Right. Well, yeah, they and they gain, they went into that too, like, like how it, it goes faster, at, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As it gets fast, it gets. As it gets closer to the sun, the comets go faster. That's why mm-hmm. their tails start to grow. Um, well, but this didn't have heat. a tail, and it exactly. Yeah, because they're they're melting. The right, the, right, yeah. But this had none. There, there was no cometary tail. Right. Um, no heat emitting from it. Um, they said that the, the amount of heat that it had, and this is where at this part I got a little confused. I tried to look it up, but I wasn't exactly sure what it meant. Um, it said something like, and let me see if I have it here. Something about like, um, it would make less than, uh, 1% water, which I don't really know what that means, but maybe that's. Well, comets to are ice. Uh-huh. Comets are chunks of, they're dirty rocks. Well, so and they have, there's they're, not water. They have this. ice. 
on yeah they have ice gotcha. on um, on them and frozen gas and stuff like that and mm-hmm. that's what it would be that's what creates the tails like right. you said it's melting right so. yeah um so those were the that's where i kind of and then so after this now all of that is amazing and fascinating and great like just the fact that these these scientists are looking at it and they're like I have no clue what this is. Mm-hmm. And then they use science to figure out there's no way that this is natural. Right. And so we know that we have something coming into our uh, our solar system that couldn't have been made by us unless it was us in other iterations of ourselves, you know? Right. Um, it uses technology that we haven't even come close to, to be able to, Use, but enough of it that we understand how maybe we could make something like that. Sure. That would behave close to that. Um, That's fascinating. But the, the rest of the book talks about everything else. So it goes into the Great Filter. There's a whole chapter on the Great Filter, which is really, really fun anyway. Um, it talks about uh, climate change mm. um, and how... And they, they talked about climate change because they were they were going through all of the different ways that they would look for intelligent life in the universe. One of those things would be to look at the um, uh, unnatural molecules in the atmosphere. So if they saw, for instance, like you could look at Earth and think, oh, wow, what a polluted, um, inhabited planet. Or you would think, wow, they're terraforming that planet. They're warming it up. So right. that they can live on it, right? Because that's what we're we're at the end. It has a whole chapter talking about how we're at the end of our the last stage of an ice age. Yeah, we're supposed to be heating up and warming up right now. Right. Um, we may even be doing a lot of good with what we're doing to the planet. Um, but you know, he also talks about uh, things that are obviously bad, like um, aerosol stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so the he has like a very um, unbiased take on everything and it was really surprising and really really exciting to have like my dream um situation where i have an astronomist studying uh, an extraterrestrial um vehicle or whatever it is but then also you know explaining this in a much broader and wider scope than than i've ever just like humanity and and in, in general sure um he went into uh, vaccines and religion. Um, there's this really cool quote because he was talking about how how dumb it is. The, the entire book is essentially um, telling us how stupid we are for <laughs> not wanting to investigate alien life, like how incredibly dumb it is that we're just like walking around and we're like, oh, no, that can't be true. There's no way not right. worried about it. Um, when there could be entire civiliz- civilizations out there smarter than us, more predatory than us, right. wanting to, you know, uh, take our planet or, you know, right. yeah. use us for whatever. Right. Um, but there's this quote in there, and it was one of my favorite quotes in the book. But he's talking about how it starts because he goes to some... Um, really old country and the the real estate there is there's not enough there's way too many people there's not enough space 
And he goes to this hotel and he's like, I don't understand why you guys aren't building your hotels taller. And the lady's like, well, none of our buildings can be taller than the church. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you make the church taller? (laughs) Like that is the obvious thing to do. Um, And she's like, well, no, we can't do that. It's been like that for hundreds of years. Um, and that's how he kind of equates what we're doing right now, right. where we're unwilling to um, to make changes so that we can um, make things better for ourselves. And the quote in there, and I think I have it marked, it's probably one of my favorite quotes I've read in a while. This book is all marked up, too. Okay. So, um, is this it? You can cut this all out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, because it's really want to find it. It's really, really, really worth it. Um, shoot. Anyway. The, the quote is basically, um, and it's not a quote anymore because I'm not quoting it, but he says something like, um, you know, the, the entire world seems to be fighting over whether or not um, we should, there's a, a God or, yeah, you know, whether or not there's a God. The entire world is just fighting over this idea. Right. Um, when it doesn't matter, and it makes so much more sense to just live like there is a God. Right. Because it's not like, you know, people do bad things with those ideas, but people do bad things with a lot of ideas. And he is right. he is religious. Um, but it makes sense. Like he's saying, we should be living and behaving as if there is something larger than us out there because right. it's going to keep mm-hmm. us safer. Right. It'll keep us from destroying ourselves and it could potentially keep us from being destroyed from whatever is out there. Yeah. Um, so it all kind of comes back to just how insanely stupid we are for yeah. refusing to, to look at any of that. It's, 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 um, it's the yin and yang of life. And, and, and you have, you have so many people that are very local based people thinking, you know, where it's like, okay, all of our problems are immediate. They're local. They're here. They're close. Let's concentrate on that. We don't need to worry about what's going on out there because out there it doesn't pertain to us, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not real. <laughs> we know that yeah. for a fact. And so it well, takes yeah. it takes both. You have to be cons- you have to be considerate and concerned about things outside of your initial bubble. Mm-hmm. Which makes us more considerate about our bubble. Right. Like if if we're mm-hmm. worried about that and focusing on that, we're thinking more about humanity and less about um you know countries and and different ideals and we're not worried about destroying those things here we just want to protect all of this here because we realize there's a common right i mean it may not be a common enemy but it's the possibility of a common enemy is there and a lot of times that can bring people together that's what isn't that what arrival is about yeah yeah, yeah, and the aliens are like forcing them to and it's to work together. I think his his uh, his um, quote about God or his ideas about God, you know, that's a pretty real place to come to it from. You know, because it's like whether or not you believe in something greater than yourself, 
humanity has, has believed and has evolved that idea over our entire lifetime. And there's a reason why that idea is shared throughout cultures, you know, and different cultures is because there has to be a measuring stick at some point, you know, like when you, mm-hmm. when you boil humanity down to a village of 10 people, uh, you have to be good to one another mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, what's the, what's the, um, What's the uh, the alternative to that is, you know, somebody hates Johnny, the village asshole, because he gets drunk all the time or he's just, a, you know, he's just a, a, a maniac. Um, and I think that's, I think it's important that we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we, yeah. t- we take good things from, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast about upbringings and religious thinking and all that kind of stuff. And. You know, it's like, I don't, I think there's a lot of good that comes out of it um, oh, yeah. for for humanity, you know, and it's, when it comes down to the individual, that's different. That's a different thing, you know, it's like, I don't have to believe in all the stuff to be a good person because I've taught to be, I've been taught to be a good person. This is how you do right. it. Mm-hmm. And we should allow people to be their own versions of a good person yeah. as long mm-hmm. as the, they're not hurting anyone. Right. Um. There, you know, I can't look at somebody who does something that I think is awful, but they aren't actually causing physical harm to someone and just think like, oh, they're a terrible person and I'm a good person because what they did was, you know, right. worse. I think we have to protect the asshole, too. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're yeah. like uh, uh, our mirrors. We need to see that people can be assholes. That's why we love so that art. We can that's correct. Yes. That's why people create and why we understand mm-hmm. art is because it's a mirror. It's a reflection onto us about humanity. You know, it's like, that's important, man. And not everybody is perfect and not everyone is um, is going to do things the way that you would do them. But, um, you know, the fact that there's shit flowing out in outer space like this, that, you know, this gentleman has written a book about who seems to be a pretty smart guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um that that gives you a context for the world and the in, in that in that we live, and that's um, it's minuscule. Our our place is, is one of who knows how many millions of species out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not. It's it's funny because it's like in that way, I think. Well, we're not special, you know. But it's like, yeah. but we are special. But it's not in the context of. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I, that's where God gets weird with me a little bit um, it, because it's like I, I kind of don't think that uh, God really cares. It, it creates and destroys mm-hmm. equally. It doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't have a mind, you know? Yeah. Well, you ha- that's a part of creation right. is destroying. So you exactly. have to love destroying things if you're going to love creation. Right. There's not a way to – I guess you can have a preference for your own life. Like I think I would rather – well, no, because if I'm created, then the, I'm recreated. It's not what I am now, anyway. So, but that's also interesting yeah. too. On a um, because we we are a a species that just creates madly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We build shit. Yeah. We think shit. We create, you know, paintings. We. It's like our entire life. destroy lot. the hell out of shit. And we too. do that too. Yeah, we do that too. Yeah. Certainly, but we have to. Yeah, we wouldn't be the creators we are if we didn't. Right. It's really interesting, man. And a book like this is 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 uh it helps to to think in those terms, you know. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, because 
correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know that we have a lot of UFO footage and stuff like that, but this is probably the first instance that we've actually caught an object, not from our immediate vicinity. Right. You know, it's something foreign, it, it completely foreign that we, mm-hmm. um, I wish, God, I wish we'd do more about it. You know, he, he, in the interview yeah. I was listening to, he's like, we just didn't have a chance to catch up to it, you know? Yeah. It's like, basically, it's like this, you know, we hear, um, we, we just kind of looked out the window and we saw the taillights of a car leaving the end of the block. Right. You know, we, something just came by. We're not sure what it was, but we saw that something came by, you yeah. know, somebody, somebody to drive by, you know, they didn't do anything. They didn't say anything that we, you know, perceived. Right. But, you know, we just happened to get it. Well, it's exactly like what happened to me. Uh, last week, I just happened to look and I just happened to see something right. for that long. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, and I kind of have an idea what it looked like. Right. Right. But and then it was gone, and I had no time to really like, you know, even take it all in. Right. You know. Um, but I saw something. You know, could have been. You know, I wouldn't have bird, but still, something. We we happen to catch something we happen to look at something we happen to notice it in the neighborhood you know mm-hmm. of our solar system you know in which we don't normally we're not normally looking there right. you know yeah As especially all of us collectively there are a few people that are out looking but there's not typically not all of us are looking out and you know and when we are we're not really seeing many things that are unusual where, you know, mm-hmm. we're seeing the, the same things that we see in the sky over and over again, you know, outside of, you know, the things that we see in our atmosphere that are unusual, the UFOs we see in our atmosphere is like that. This is, you know, this is way beyond. And that's what makes it so compelling and so right. different that it is this thing that is, you know, it's recorded, it is seen, and it's, you know, scientists saw it, and it's and it's Yeah, by the most... Brilliant minds. Right. And, and we know enough now to know that this ain't right. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, this, yeah. this isn't normally here. This isn't a part of, it's not like us. Yeah. Our best observers, our best recorders, our best uh, thinkers and are the ones who saw this. And it was, and it's so radically different, you know? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does, it, it's less anecdotal than most UFO reports yeah. are. Even, yeah. you know, ones with video How, photo, photographs. And obviously not dispelling any of that kind of stuff. Because, again, I've seen stuff. You've seen yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, we've all seen stuff that's strange like that. But, that's you know, subjective. this is... Uh, How, yeah. did, how so. did they catch it? How did they... Do you know how they did? Yeah, so they... It? I guess we have two satellites. And they're supposed to be the greatest, um, like, comet catchers in the, in the world. Or greatest... Um, it's, I, it might not be comets. There's something specific. Um, I wonder if I actually wrote that down. There's something specific that they're they're meant to catch, and it's like the best technology for that. Okay. Um, but it, those things couldn't detect it, so they didn't find it that way. They actually found it on accident um, with a, a, a telescope somewhere um, at a university, I believe. Okay. Um, I'd have to go back and, and find that, but... Then they were like, what "Well, was, how did we?" It was in Hawaii, how, how wasn't it? Not finding it. Wasn't it? In, oh yeah, it was. That's why they named it the Oumuamua. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You're okay. right. Yeah, yeah. So 
they were, but so then they were wondering, like, well, how come we're just catching this now? Like, how come? Because we do have these two other satellites, and they're you know world class, right? Um, and those could not detect it, and wow. it had something to do with the fact that it did not have water and it, it wasn't emitting heat. So, okay. And then also, I, I think the the uh, sounds, like we've got those ones in, in Puerto Rico. It's the one that they used in um, Contact, okay, um, or referred to. Um, but yeah, the, so they 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 couldn't catch anything like that from it so wow. that's how it went so long being undetected and then they went back and they were like wow how did we not yeah um but it, it also talks about um how it talks about the what is it called the spermas sperma panspermia panspermia <laughs> it yeah it's like spermicidal yeah. no they're, yeah, they're, yeah. it's the panspermia theory right. not the spermicidal theory right um that were martians right. and um it was because it, it talks about how um, evolution, our our evolution is just based on being uh, on wanting to live. That's you know that the whole point. Right. And so there right. would have to be some sort of um, uh, what's the word where you're like shooting something out like like a mushroom does, like it shoots out spores. Sure. I can't think of the name, but. At some point, everything does that because it needs to get out. It needs to, to move around. Yeah, so, of course. Um, they found um, they found pieces of uh, oh, you know what? I think I do have it here. Um, pieces of, oh, Martian meteorite that was found in I think it was Alaska, maybe it was Antarctica. Um, but they found uh, Martian meteorite, and there were flatworms hmm. that they could that. They uh, uh, that were in cryosis and, and they came back to life. Like oh wow, was it millions of years? Like okay, what, like they should have been dead. Wow, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the point. Um, so we know we can do that, and we know that we have Martian meteorites. So and then mm-hmm. also when you look at the history of evolution, um, how how far back was it that they said like that the earth was actually uh habitable it it doesn't actually align with how quickly our um dna based life was able to evolve like yeah. it it biologically it would have had to have been longer we would have had to have been evolving for much longer so yeah. it makes sense yeah. perfect sense that we landed here from mars or i guess it could be further out yeah. but we do know that mars did um, that we landed here and, and then we just started evolving on, yeah. on a habitable planet at that point. That is as, um, I mean, it's as possible as anything else, you know, because mm-hmm. even if we, even if we evolve from, let's say something that was chipped off of Mars, mm-hmm. like you were talking about, like a, like a meteor mm-hmm. that fucking hit and it has some single celled organ organisms that, you know, uh, get dropped into the ocean and they over time turn into something else that turns into something else. It's like, that's very, that's, that's, that's what happened. I mean, at a yeah. certain level, no matter if we came from a fish or whatever, or we came over from a spaceship one way or the other, you know, we're here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happens with, when you think about, um, like, a, a, what, whatever race we, we, um, consider ourselves to be and how much that can be determined by just how far back in your family's history you decide to go. Right. Like mm-hmm. my family, where we're from Spain, we, we consider ourselves Spanish, but I like to remind them all the time, like, Hey, we have this book, like we have our history. It's well documented. We were in Mexico for like 
well over 500 years. Yeah, let's not forget um, the 500 years. Here. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, but we still, they, you know, they say, no, we're Spanish. And right. Like, well, right. yeah, I mean, we could go back, we could say we're Greek because before that our family was in Greece and, yeah. and Rome. And like, yeah. so it just depends on how far back you want to go. And then yeah. you stake your claim there and you say, well, that's, you know, it's the same thing with us coming from Mars. Like right. we could say we're from Earth and we're humans, or we could be Martians if you want to go back that far once right. we know yeah. more. Yeah. So the whole it, it makes it yeah. makes sense with how things just like yeah. unfold and unfold and unfold and yeah. they're all in that little I can't wait spiral. till I can't wait till we get up to Mars and can really explore and start digging and mm-hmm. I think we're going to find like some really valuable information about. Oh, they already have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we keep yeah. finding out. For sure. I mean, just for in the past pros. couple weeks. Yeah. 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 Did you see the video of Mars at Night? I haven't seen that one, I don't think. They have. So, um, I, I can find this video for you, but there's footage. Um, there's footage of the night sky from Mars. Okay. And you're just looking around, and it looks like you're on a desert just chilling right. and there's no city around you and you look up and it just blows your mind. Like they have an, it looks like an Aurora Borealis. Okay. Like it's just very, very green and they have like a whole way, way nicer than ours. Sweet. Um, they have, you can see like when you're looking up at the night sky there and I think they said the cameras were like cell phone cameras. Like they're not even that good. The ones that they, cause oh. they want them to be able to last. Oh wow. Um, but they, it, it looks like you're looking at oh, dude. Um, yeah, photos look- of, of the, the universe. I'm looking it's at it right gorgeous. now. Yeah. You know, and they the- found they're, they're finding like water molecules and stuff in the, wow. in the actual, what would, well, not earth, Oil. but I don't know Sorry. what to call it now, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at I all the stars. Wow. Die. Like if I could get like a little igloo out there. Yeah. And just like. Yeah, dude. Set up shop. I'm ready. Yeah. I got, I mean, I yeah. guess I have plenty to live for, but Mars is one of those things. I yeah. can say. I yeah. <laughs> and it's, we're eventually going to evolve to, to be able to live there. I really, it doesn't, now that we have that there and I'm seeing that and I'm like, wow, that really looks, cause like you can look at it from a distance and say like, Oh, that looks, that just looks like desert planet, you know? But then right. you look at those actual videos of it and you look up in the sky and it's just like, I mean, it's like when I go camping in Moab. That's what it looks yeah, like. And that's what deserts I was are say. cold, too. That's and what I was going to say. we can, yeah. you know, put asphalt on it and heat Mars up, too. Like, there's, yeah. it just seems like it will make, it. It is. it seems so much easier and so much more likely since seeing that. And I'm so stoked. I really think I'm going, like, in my lifetime, I really actually think I'm going to be able to see people colonizing Mars. Yeah. If yeah. we put our efforts towards that and uh you know and obviously we'll it'll have to be an international effort but if we put ourselves towards something like that rather than you know making sure we have weapons that that will you know annihilate everybody yeah Yeah. you know i mean yeah it's true it's true if we did it we could do so much if we decided to move forward and off world we really, really could if we put money into those programs. Because I mean, NASA does. NASA's got to rent a car to go to the space station anymore. Basically, right? You yeah. know, they've got to go through an outside agency for rockets because we don't give money. We put trillions and gajillions into you know 
the uh, into defense into the military. And I'm not trying to say take away from the military. The military is good; they protect us. But at the same yeah, time, we give we give we, our government plenty of money. Right. If we, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just right. let's put more. Let's get back into this. Right. You know, let's put back into it, and let's say, you know, hey, you know, let's work together on this, right? And then we can do something like that. But again, you know, yeah, it all boils down to that fact that you know we're not going to get over our, you know, our tribalism, no, you know, our yeah. country, our nationalism, or any of that right. kind of stuff until there is we have to unite against a threat that is from outside, right, and. You know, and well, we have Elon. Yeah, Elon. Elon yeah. Musk is very focused on that, and we've got SpaceX, yeah. and we do. I I would like to have more than just NASA. Like right. I, I would prefer to have more than just a government entity do, doing it because they can. Other people can do it better. Right. So, but that's um, what I'm saying. If we can have we them competing, to, like, we need to put. You know, we need to focus on that. We need to put it all together, and everybody work together. Yeah. To yeah. make the next things happen. You Build know, a pyramid on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> or find the one that's already there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's exciting. Like, it's really exciting thinking about the way we're going to um, evolve and how, like, how much funnier our tribalism would become then. Because we go to Mars, we stay there for a while, we start getting hairy all over and looking more like monkeys because yeah. we've got to stay warm, you know? Yeah. There's endless evolutionary changes that we could have and when we're thrown into a situation like that we would have to evolve pretty quickly like i would imagine that it would happen pretty quickly well, um and there's all sorts of key factors about it as well because like in the particular way that the uh solar radiation would affect us on bars because mm-hmm. obviously radiation is going to change the the cells um, yeah, it's going to change our, what and quickly, you know, yeah. our requirements to live are going to change as well, you know, to, you know, and of course, we'll have to have either spacesuits or have found a way to put a breathable, breathable atmosphere on Mars. So, you yeah, know, I mean, right now we're getting also into pretty total doable. Recalls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Not, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you're getting into you're getting into um, a space where a lot of people aren't comfortable with talking about because. Right. I mean, it just it, it takes a it takes a lot of of manpower, and it takes um, mm-hmm. it, you know and if suffering. yeah, and and we're and there we're and we're we're, we're bitching and moaning about you know sending fucking rovers to to Mars, you know it's like yeah. mm-hmm. you know there again it, it goes back to um, you know just just having having the want. Or whatever you want to call it, the drive to to find out more about. I think the more we find out about space, the more we find out about ourselves. And unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of people don't look at things like that. You know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate. But books like what you, you know, we're talking about with Avi Loeb, the um, really it does put things in perspective at least for me a little bit because you're like you know the possibilities of there being i mean as vast as space is the amount of garbage that's out there the amount of garbage that we've put out into space mm-hmm. is ridiculous let alone you know other folks there's got to be a, a, a at a certain point we got to find more are, are they did they talk about anything in the book about more resources putting toward this kind of discovery like 
Yeah, there's one program, and I think, but I think it's the one that, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? What's his name? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like, yeah, Stephen Hawking. Um, yeah. He actually started this program, um, and he. There's a really cool story about him actually in here, and they're talking about how they they had started to develop this. I think it was project like Starshot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, a dinner with him or something, and and you could just see the despair that he had when when they got to this final part of the project and and they were planning it, and he realized that he wouldn't be alive to see that happen right um and it's a really really cool story but it it does go into that it also talks about the the lack of interest and that's why i i still think that's why he wrote it i mean the the hypothesis he does say in very nice ways that like duh we should obviously be looking into it humanity literally fucking depends on it like we have to right um but in a in a very nice way and um, so that that's clearly like why he he wrote it, because he wants everyone to understand that not only is this just like science fiction or conspiracy theory, of course, it's possible type thing because anything's sure. possible. Sure. This is like, no, this is so possible that we have actually seen it. Right. And everybody should be talking about this. Yeah. And all of our res- well, not all of them, but most of our resources should be going into this. Well, if we want to survive. But we have other things that we concern ourselves with, you know, like dividing our country, turning yeah. each other against one another, you know, uh, bringing out Power, the worst. Yeah, bringing out the worst in humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like playing the importance of science. You know, I yes. mean, yeah. So and you get it on all sides. You know, I always get a kick. Oh, yeah. out, oh, yeah. I always get a kick out of people that want to go with science when it backs what they think, but they want to go against science whenever they you know it doesn't it doesn't back what they think and yeah i mean it can be used just like anything else right people people those who want power will use whatever they can and if they can take hold of something that we believe in yeah that we put so much stock in and we believe can never be wrong if they can control that right then they essentially control and, us. And, and science so they'll is, always turn that against us. Science isn't perfect either. I mean, even uh, even um, Avi, he's 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 come up against a lot of um, of resistance because in the scientific mm-hmm. community, what he's talking about, it's not it's not very well thought of. And he he's he's, yeah. he's talked about that in some of the interviews that I've seen him on. Um, and because it, just like anything, science can create a culture of people that are just, look, I'm selling a book and I'm doing my thing and don't get in my fucking way, you know, yeah. and, and go along and do your thing. As long as we have a healthy skepticism for everything that we do in life, it, um, I think that is, it will weed itself out. It'll, you know, everything will sort of be, you know, yeah. brought to light, but, you know. I, that might be happening. I, I think that. That a lot of people are just because everything has been so weird, like all at once. Right. We're starting to realize, like, oh, so this thing that everybody said was a conspiracy theory ten years ago, it's actually fucking real. Right. <laughs> like right. these horrible people are doing horrible things um, to our most vulnerable right. from our, out of our population. Right. You know, or and, right. um, the you know extraterrestrial vehicles like uh, all of these things are suddenly we're realizing like 
no, this was really happening. And we have, it's been great. It really has been great. Like I know it's been a shit year, but it's been awesome to see people realizing that our collective, uh, selective memory has been really kind of like funny, like looking back on it. I just recently saw a video, um, and I shared it and I wouldn't recommend like following me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I can be pretty annoying sometimes, but, um, I saw a video of, uh, uh, Alan Moore being booed at the Oscars. Yeah. Like just, they were just like, um, not Alan Moore. Oh, uh, uh, oh my God. What is his name? You know who I'm talking about though, right? Oh, Roger. Michael Moore. No, not Roger Moore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Roger and me, oh, Ro- Roger and yeah. me, that guy, yeah. right? Um, Roger, yeah. Michael Moore, yeah. Michael Moore. Well, we got he there. We got Holy there. shit! Um, he got booed. Oscars. Really? Yeah. Oh, so they were like standing up. Martin Scorsese was standing up and clapping for him while he was getting his Oscar for bowling. Uh, bowling. Uh, Columbine. Columbine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just like everyone was like fawning and like, and he got up there and. The first thing he says, he had every other docu- every other person nominated for the docu- for documentary uh, award, whatever, behind him. Yeah. And he said um, immediately he started speaking out against the Iraq War. Everyone in the audience booed him. Yeah. Everyone, and they were like yeah. just pissed, and they all like sat down and Whoa. and I'm like, it, that's really funny because I don't remember that. Like I remember yeah. all of all of these uh, all of hollywood being behind him and right. being anti-war right but that wasn't the case that's just no no but they, that wasn't yeah that wasn't true it blew no, my mind yeah because well i mean then that was um that's things get complex you know and, and when you rewrite history and or you write history you leave out shit like that you know it's like mm-hmm. things were um a bit different and um but we were also, you know, sold a message. Bought, we bought and sold oh, a, a yeah, message sure. that, uh, you know, and I was one of those people. I can remember when we put the boots on the ground and I was watching something. I came home from bartending one night and we invaded and I was like, okay, well, here we go. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, uh, I may not be for this thing, uh, but we're going to war. So we're going to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. my attitude. Like, I, I kind of... Like, you know, if, if if that's the team I'm on, then this we're going to fucking wreck shop. And then, you know, but then you find out later that it's not necessarily true. And there's yeah, a lot to do with, you know what I mean? That. It's like, yeah. and I think, honestly, as painful as as that was, it taught us a lot. I think it mm-hmm. taught folks in this country a lot to not rush to these conclusions although i think we're having a really difficult time now doing that is uh, i mean it's it's (laughs) ridiculous where we're at uh but um because i see myself now as being an old school guy like i feel like i'm such an analog person i like human interaction um the way that we grew up was just different it was hands-on it was like you know what i mean like it was uh different than what we have today i'm not saying it's any better or worse but um it's what i prefer because it's what i know um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's um i don't know where i was going that with that but it was it's it's uh we just gotta be better to one another that's all and and you know these things these decisions that are made that are outside of our hand our control we have no control over it at all and we need to understand that 
you know, and uh, have a perspective on things and um, going to Mars. Yeah, let's go, and it's let's nice go to Mars. To, to, <laughs> God, yes. I really am so excited about that. Like, I, it, I get, I want to, like, I start stuttering when I think about it because it's just so cool. And I'm still, I just didn't think that I would ever see that in, in my lifetime. Yeah, I know. I, I never, I, I, I said it's the exciting time. I said the same shit when the Tic Tac videos came out. I was like, there's no fucking way. If you'd have told me when I was a kid that this was going to be real, I would have said bullshit. And nobody cared last year. Yeah. Yeah. For two years now. That's nobody's the thing about it. Nobody's cared. You know? But. That's scary. It is. Yeah. But there's so much other mess being distract distracting us from everything so i mean it's hard to yeah. well that's why we have to come on here and talk about aliens right exactly <laughs> exactly. exactly all right exactly. well yeah great great stuff that's yeah great stuff great conversation as always uh we could go on and on and on and yeah. on and on obviously um yeah but uh we should probably yeah yeah we'll wrap it up part for the night <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah yeah awesome I'm so glad you oh, came on to talk about that book. Again. I'm so glad that you did. Yeah, so me cool. Too. I, I'm glad that Adam sent it to me. I, I would have completely forgotten about it. I would have found it ten years from now and be like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to read that," but we're already on yeah. Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have been reading it on the way to Mars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you guys reach out, I'm always so excited to 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 talk with you. I don't get. Um, you know, I, we're, we just found out we're permanently working from home now. Okay. Um, our offices aren't reopening and, um, it's just, I, I don't get to see a lot of people and, um, I don't go out much anyway, just cause I'd rather not. Yeah. So right. it's, it's really, really great to be, to be among good company, awesome. good people. And I get to be as crazy and as dumb as I want. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you guys for free. having me on here. Oh, again. you're welcome. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, cool deal all right well i guess we'll just we'll go ahead and wrap it up for this week next week we have the return of our friend from canada wendy she's got some she's got some amazing stuff for next week uh you know it's just it, almost like you know where was this the first time you were here <laughs> so yeah so good spooky yeah. cool stuff for, for that, sure for you to hear and uh we hope um Everybody joins us back again, and if you're a new listener, if you've joined recently, um, you know, uh, we're always looking forward to hearing from um, all of our listeners, new and old, and uh, been with us the all along, you know, medium, I guess, whatever. Uh, we're always looking for more stories to be told here and shared here on the show. It's what your weird story. It's what keeps us going. So um, reach out to us. We have a new easier to remember uh gmail email that you can email to us it's um wyws pod at gmail.com yes and uh that will be uh you can do that we'll have all sorts of stuff check for updates on our social media uh twitter and instagram and facebook and all that jazz um subscribe to us like us follow us uh give us good reviews all that good stuff uh we really appreciate it we really appreciate all of you out there in weirdsville tuning in quote unquote downloading in every week um and uh we hope you have a good week and until next time
be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.